0: And welcome to Tea Time with Talks Josh, where we will sip the tea with our pinkies up and talk all things sophisticated. Bitch, please! (laughs) Sophisticated, my ass, honey. You better get ready, because this tea's coming in hot. Well, hello, you beautiful people. And welcome to Tea Time with Talks Josh, a.k.a. me. (laughs) Oh, I hope you guys are doing fantastic and still staying sane out there in the still crazy world. You know, because people think COVID's gone, but it's not. So we still going cray cray. But anyways, I am super excited to be bringing you this Tea Time Tuesday because it's part two of a little series I'm doing called Relationships 101. Basically, all the little nuggets according to me. So here we are, Relationships 101, part two. So in part one, we dove into the first two pillars of the six that I'm going to talk about that makes a good relationship. All right. And that was loving yourself, part one. And number two, communication. We know if you don't have the good communication, number one, with yourself and number two, with your person, then you are doomed to fail. So she didn't tune into that one. Go ahead and just skip this one and go back to that first one because it was too good not to listen to. And now we're going to dive in to Pillars 3 and 4. And I'm so excited. Are you ready? Now, some of y'all trolls out there on part one were like, well, you're single, aren't you? You are You damn right, I'm single. Because guess what? Nobody has stepped up to the plate yet. So I'm not wasting my time because I love myself too much to put up with bullshit. So. There you go, sweetie. (laughs) Anyways, yes, I am single, but, and I'm pulling from all of my experiences and what I've read and on my journey of self-love and sharing them with you. So does not mean I have to be in a relationship. That's another, something that's wrong with the world. You don't need a person to complete you, sweetheart. Mm, The quicker you learn that, the better you're going to be. All the kisses today already. Here we are. All right. So let's dive right in. So pillar number three. Oh, and I'm so here for this because it's like one of my favorite topics and it's fascinating. It's changed my life years ago. You got to speak each other's love language. Oh, you hear love language and you're like, I know where he's going with that. And you damn straight, you know exactly where I'm going with that. So you got to speak each other's love language. If not, like, Mm-mm, you're doomed. All right. So if you, like, what are you talking about? Like you must, you all must know this. And if you don't like, I'm going to cancel your, you know, subscription to behind the times and let you catch up. But if y'all have not read this book yet, you need to. So I'm referencing this. So all this little piece is going to reference this book that changed my life years ago. Um, It's called the five love languages and it's by Gary Chapman. And it is a brilliant little thing. Like it is fabulous. Oh my God. Um, And it is something that I read, oh gosh, it's been probably like five years ago four or five years ago. And it basically changed my whole life, not only from a relationship standpoint and like how I view them, but like personal and with friendships and with family and all that. It's just, oh God, it's fabulous. Um, And the whole basis of this book is basically, you know, like we're all walking around miserable and unloved because we're, we've got empty love tanks and it's all because we don't know how to love effectively. Like we just don't, you know what I mean? And this whole philosophy of this book is kind of talking about that, and that basically states that we have ways that we like to be loved, and we have ways that we kind of give love to. But it's basically like we all have a love language, and there's five of them, and there's physical touch, words of affirmation, gifts, quality time, acts of service. And it, g- it dives into that, and we're going to talk about them a little bit but you can take a quiz like even online or even in the book and find out which one yours is. And maybe you'll kind of know, even sometimes when you think you know which one it is, you're going to surprise yourself. after you take a little quiz and be like, Oh, didn't realize about myself. Okay. And it's super cute. And I am here for all of it. Like, and it just learning about these things. They're so simple. But once I learned about it, I was like, Oh wow, this like changed my life. So, um, I took the quiz, I read the book, and I found out that mine are physical touch and words of affirmation, and we'll dive into that. And then I'm like a quality time, and then gifts, and then acts of service It's like my least one. That's one I don't understand, Lord, and you'll find out here in a minute. Woo child. But but basically that, it, that we all have a love language and that we really don't know uh, sometimes how to give love like or or like our partners don't know our love language and they're showing it in the maybe the way that they like to be loved and it's really not really you know we don't really care about that we're like that's not how i feel loved. so it's all about like knowing that about about yourself number one but also about your your significant other and like how that really can make a whole difference you know walking around so that's kind of the premises of the book And going into that was like a little, I guess, like inside book cover sleeve version of it. But um, I'm going to dive into what each of these are and like, you know, what the, like how it is, like how this all works. So here we go. So the five are just basically the first, like physical touch is first one. That's my first one. And no, shut it, Karen. Like, it's like, I'm not a slut. Like, it's not like talking about sex. So go ahead and get your mind out the gutter, sweetie. Okay. You know what I mean? Maybe if you'd let your husband touch you, you wouldn't be such a Karen, but it's fine. Not going to go there. <laughs> or we will here in the second half of this. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, physical touch is all about just like, you know, like for, for me, I'm going to speak from my experience and like what they are to me. So physical touch is like, you know, like hugs cuddling. Oh my God, there's nothing. Be- like if the world would cuddle more, we'd be a happier place. Like, um, when you're sitting on the couch, like, you know, placing your hand on my leg or placing your hand on mine or like wrapping around me or like when we're in public or whatever. And like, we're sitting at dinner table and like your legs touching mine, like, you know, physical touch, just the, the human interaction it is to me. Uh, when you like little kisses, little hugs, like that, like that lets me know I'm loved. And that's kind of like what that one's about. Um, most people think sex and it's like, no, sweetie, like you can love somebody without fucking them. Come on, like get with it, world. Realize this. Uh, it's so hard for the world to realize that though. Like you think like, like oh, physical touch, we got to be like, we got to bump naughties. No, no, it's more than that. All right, sweetie. <laughs> so, uh, that's physical touch. And like, I know for me, when I don't like, you know, when I I lack that, like, oh my God, this COVID break, I'm like, oh, I'm like, just want to get all my friends in one room and like, let's all have like a cuddle puddle. Oh my God. I I need it. I need it in my life. If I hug you and my hugs are like uncomfortably long, I'm going to need you to just deal with it. Take a little Xanax for a hot minute because I'm not going to let go for you for for a hot minute. All right. So just deal with that. So the next one, words of affirmation. That's my second one. Yes, you can have more than one. And you like, I mean, my biggest two are those two. Um, But you can have like a third one if you want. But those two are the, the, the big ones. Physical touch. And my second one's words of affirmations. And what that is, is like, you know, like you hear the thing, positive affirmations, like, you know, like talking positively to yourself. But for me in a relationship, it means it's not like, you know, it's not an attention horse, sweetheart. Like, you know, I don't need others approval, but it is also really, really nice that um, it's like, you know, just hearing from your partner or significant other or husband, like that you are appreciated or like you did a good job or, oh, wow, that outfit looks good. You look really good today. Um, or good job on that project or like, you know what? Congratulations. You grew a business like, holy shit, that was hard. You know, it's like little things of like words of encouragement that really make it or break it you know, for me on that end, like I love to feel encouraged. It's more empowerment, encouragement versus it is like needy and attention. It's it's totally opposite. But some people feel loved. I'm one of them. Whenever like people, like my person gives me good feedback and positivity, like in, in verbal form. So physical touch, words of affirmation, that's kind of, that was kind of mine. Uh, and then you've got quality time is another one. Quality time is like spending time with each other. And, and that does not mean like you're over here straight up needy Nancy and got to have all their time or that like, you know, oh, well, I'm on the couch with you. Uh, yeah, but you've spent three hours on Instagram during this movie. You know what I mean? It's not that. Quality time is like literally like – letting the world go and like spending time with that person, whether you're going out shopping or going like on a little hike or like on a vacation together and just like the whole world disappears and it's just you two. That is how some people feel loved. By. And it's a to me, that's a simple act of like just, you know, sit down on the couch with me and just be here, you know. You don't even have to talk. Just reading a book while they do something. Just being in the presence of one another, that's kind of what they were talking about on that one. And that's probably like third on my list. Or it's probably tied to the next one, which is gifts. Oh, we just love a good gift, don't we? Some of y'all don't because some of y'all, it doesn't mean shit, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, But like gift giving, like some people are not giving, but gift receiving that people like to get little gifts. You know, and it doesn't mean you're a sugar baby, sweetheart. You know, there's some out there that's like, daddy, where's my new Louis Vuitton purse? Like, like, sweetie, you have 500. I know, but I need to know. Like, not, okay. Like, no, you got some issues, girl, honey. Like, you're 20 with a six-year-old. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can't even deal with that. But, like, gifts, like, you know, like, if, if your person goes on a trip. And then they come back and bring you like a little something that shows that they were thinking of you. Or like, you know, maybe it is a handbag because they know that you wanted one and you've been wanting one and they and they go spend their money on, you know, hard-earned money on you to do that. Or it's like they make you something or this, whatever it is, but it's like a gift giving that makes them feel loved and appreciated. So there's that little guy. And then the last one, oh okay, mm. acts of service, AKA Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I used to think of it. But then after talking to some friends of mine, like they kind of changed my outlook on it. Like, oh, look at that. You know, you actually have a conversation with people and your outlook changes on something. Hmm, if more people would understand that, the world would be a happier place. But yeah, so acts of service is like doing things um, makes them feel loved. Like when you do things for them, it makes them feel loved. And I used to, you know, I struggle with that because I was like... Like, okay, clean the floor, load the dishwasher, wash the clothes. And so I was like, I feel like Cinderella over here. And I'm like, fuck, like, I, I'm not doing that. Like, I didn't sign up for this. Like, hell to the no. You know what I mean? And, but it, it's more than that. Like, some people like, oh, it's, you know, it's, I've talked to some people that acts of service. And I literally am like, oh, Lord, I couldn't date you. But but then this seems like, no, it's more like, you brought me like a cup of coffee in the morning. I was, you know, that make me feel welcome. We're like, you made me breakfast in bed. Or like, hey, honey, I have like, you know, built you a flower garden out back. Like it can be like super sweet things. Like, oh, I know you're stressed. so I went to Starbucks and got you your favorite drink and brought it back to you. So I was like, okay, now that's a whole other side I didn't think of. And I can, I can, I can do that because I also like, that's cute. It also, it's, um I kind of like combine that with gifts a little bit, but it's just like little things like when they're stressed and all that stuff. And there's like, you know, like you're, you're a, you're a working husband and she's a working wife, but let me, let me just bring it to you. 2020, like the wife isn't always the person doing all the things around the house, man, get your lazy ass and balls up off the couch and do some shit to help them out. You know what I mean? Women, can I, can I get an amen? All right, then. So But it's like, you know, there's all these things to do. And like, you know, you both are tired when you come home, but then the woman's supposed to clean. Fuck that. No. And like the husband, like, you know, cleans that, comes home to like a clean house. And she's like, oh my God. You know, it's just like little things like that. So not so much Cinderella anymore. I still, I still am triggered with that one, but there you go. Like, I don't fully understand that because that's not how I feel loved, but that doesn't mean that I can't learn to speak that language. You know what I mean? So that's that. Um, Those are the five love languages. So I really want you to, like, it's a quick read. Get this book and take the test. Find out what you are. And then you're going to be amazed at, like, maybe, like, you looking in your relationship and you're like, oh, like, well You're going to find that maybe you're not speaking each other's love language, which is the basis of this book. So that's kind of how it works. It's like, like, in you, you have to know your love language. And you also have to do pillar number two. You have to communicate that to your partner. Like, I really want you to like do like do a test like get this book read it together and I want you to see how it can change things because I know it's changed my whole life um but I, it, you find out what your love language is and also find out what your partner's love language is all right and it, so you you have to find out how you want to be loved because that's important but you also want to find out from your partner so you can learn to speak their love language where you you got to know how to give love in their language. So that's kind of the basis of that little book. And it's the problem is is that most of us don't know this book exists, which I'm hoping that's not the case because now it's a, a massive thing. And I see like on profiles and stuff and they, they give their love languages. And I love that because then I'm like, you know, I'm like, if it's an acts of service, I'm like, whoo, I struggle with that one. Probably not gonna, I'm probably gonna swap left, you know what I mean? But like this book, my God, like, sh- I have learned more from this book than I ever did anything from high school. Like, they should teach this shit in high school. Like, hmm, how to balance a checkbook, how to not go into debt. How do you know, like, all- like how do you, like, build up your credit so you can buy a home? Like, all these things. Not that, like, I have yet to use Pythagorean theorem. Like, my God. Like, d- geometry, like, okay, I get it if you need it for your degree and all that stuff, by all means. But, like, half the shit I learned in high school I have never fucking used but I could have used this like a long time ago. You know what I mean? And so that's like, that's a problem. Please let this be curriculum. I think some colleges even have this now as a book. But so we don't know about these love language and we're giving, you know, we get in a relationship and all this stuff and like, we may be giving, showing love, you know, in, in, in the way we like it to our partner. And we're still, we're like, we're doing all these things and like, oh, like, they're not, why love me. Like, why aren't you feeling loved? All this stuff, you know? And, and it's, it's not working because we're not speaking their language or, you, they may be doing things for you, and you're just like, oh, that's good, but, you know, because you you may not know your love language, and they sure to God don't know it. So, and what that, and another big part of the book is called talking about these empty love tanks. Oh, honey. Which is the downfall of all relationship stuff. So, like, you just want, like, at the end of the day, relationships, you want to feel loved. I mean, that's the foundation of it. You don't want to feel wanted because all this stuff. But like when you don't speak your partner's love language and they're not speaking yours, you're. he re- references this thing called a love tank. And it's basically like you're on empty. Like, you know, and it's also, you're not getting filled up. And it's also hard to love with an empty love tank. It was like this fascinating thing. I'm not going to go too crazy into it. Read the book. It's, oh, it's phenomenal. But when we lead to like empty love tanks, that leads to like issues. That's where like, you know, you're not speaking each other's love language. You get empty love tank. You're gonna, because you want to be loved. That's like human, right? You are going to start looking elsewhere. That's whenever he starts hanging out with the coworker, that female co-worker at work that's just a friend, bitch. It's never just a friend. Don't fool yourself. Or like you start to look at like the cute little boys at the gym and you're thirsty over here. And, and then like you drop your little rag and he, some hot little, you know, tall drink of water, like picks it up for you and makes your panties wet for a second. You look up at him and you're like, oh, how oh, thanks. Oh. And then like you get in the car and you all wet in a way that's not with sweat. And you get home to your husband and you feel guilty. You know what I mean? Like you all been there. We all been there. Hello, here it is. So, but the thing is, when you actually learn this philosophy and information, like it changed my whole world, like I said, you, can, you when you find out your partner, you know, like when you find out what your how your partner likes to be loved and more, most importantly, how you like to be loved and you communicate that with each other, it makes for such a great little relationship. It's amazing. Um, when you're loved and your love tank won't be empty all the time, And, you know, like I said, you won't be looking for love in other places, you know, because you'll be getting it from the right place, which is the person that you chose to be with. So that's the thing that like the whole foundation is like, let's say, okay, so let's put this in real life. So my love language is physical touch and words of affirmation. Okay. So let's say I'm in a relationship and this guy's like constantly bringing me gifts and I'm like, okay, that's cute. It might be cute and all. And like, I've got, okay. I was like, okay, how many like Gucci handbags and pairs of shoes do I need? And all that stuff, you know, like, and I'm like, it's great. Thanks for thinking of me. But I'm just like, hmm, mm. you know, and I'm just like, he's a great person. But like, we never like, you know, like, he's always busy. Like, and I'm like, you know, when he see, it's just like, oh, hey, bye. Like, there's no hugs. There's no physical touching, anything like that right there or anything like that. And, you know, he like, and he's giving me gifts, but he never compliments me. Or like when I succeed or like meet a goal, he's just like, oh, great. You know, like whatever. And he probably means well and he doesn't know that he's like what not because obviously like I may not know my love language and he, if I don't know mine then he sure to God doesn't know it. But he's not speaking my love language. Like he's speaking love and he's probably showing get he's he's probably speaking a language that he knows how to speak, but it's just not mine. So we go on about this stuff and I'm just kinda not fulfilled. Like I'm not like getting what I need. And like, and then maybe when I go to like t- like you know, like we're sitting on the couch and he doesn't sit beside me, maybe, you know, and I'm like, oh, he doesn't love me. When obviously he does, but his love language may not be physical touch. It may not be mine and that's okay. So he may not know even how he feels loved is probably how he knows to give it. And so he probably doesn't even know that like, Again, he doesn't know my love language, so he doesn't know to sit down beside of me on the couch and, like, put his leg next to mine or, like, put his feet on me or, like, cuddle up with me, you know, like, because that's not important to him, he may not think it's important to me. So, but there's relationships that keep going through this and going through this without even, you know, realizing all this stuff and it leads to issues. It straight up does. Like I've talked to so many people about this and they do, they're like, once we found out our love language, oh my God, it changed our whole life, you know? Um. So, and then let's say, you know, and then like, so I'm not getting physical touch and words, but then I'm trying to like physically touch him and he's like, okay, cool. Like hugs are great and all, but let's say his words or let's say his, um, His love language is gifts, but I'm, I'm trying to speak to him in physical touch and words of affirmation. And it's cute and all, but he, he's like, okay, but like, like maybe I go get him a gift and he lights up like, Oh, he liked that. You know, I should be able to take a cue, but sometimes we don't, you know? So it's like, you may be speaking your own to each other and that's just not how it is. So that's why this book, Oh my God, is such a, a, a godsend with this stuff. Um, And once you find out your love language and you find out your partners, you can tell each other that and you can learn how to speak it. So that's where like, if... And it's a two-way street that's the thing like you know it's you you can't just know yours and tell like you got it's got to be something that you do together and because it's like if you're constantly speaking theirs but they're not speaking yours that is a one-sided relationship and you're gonna be a miserable bitch, honey and and vice versa you can't be over here oh yeah he's speaking mine and all this stuff but then you over here not doing that Like, because then he's gonna you know it's like you get like love fatigued it's like i'm doing all these things and i'm not getting anything in return it's gotta be a two-way street so Uh, they need to know yours and you need to know theirs so you can fill each other's love tank. And you can't give love, remember that, on an empty tank. Um, So imagine how the relationship will switch as if I read this book and I'm like, oh, this is life-changing. And then I know mine and then I give it to him and I find out that like his is gifts, okay? Like that may not be high on my priority, but I have to in turn be like, okay, cool. And then he finds out mine is physical touch and words of affirmation. And he's not very comfortable with those because that's not how he receives love. But you know it now and you can try and you can work on it because relationships are work 100% of the time. And so now like I know how he likes. So maybe like when I'm out and like, and I see something that reminds me of him, I get it for him. And give him a little something. And then now he knows, like, when we come in and we're, you know, like, watching a movie, like, instead of sitting on the opposite, sit beside me, hold my hand, or, like, always give me a kiss and hug before we leave. And, like, maybe if he sees me reach a goal, he now knows that, like, words are important to me, and he'll actually speak that to me. And what are we doing for each other? Like, our love tanks become full, and we're happier because we're feeling loved, and we feel confident because we're actually showing love to our partner. Oh, what a concept at that. Okay? You know what I mean? So if you've not read this book, sweetie, do yourself a favor. Stop whatever you're doing right now, unless you're in the middle of it. If you are listening to my podcast you're in the middle of that, then, honey, that's some kinky shit when you talk about that. <laughs> but stop what you're doing. Get it. Kindle, hardcover, softcover, what, I don't care what it is. Get it. Now, read it. If you are struggling in your marriage, honey, read it. And then Drop a hint and make him read it. If he's not putting in the effort or she's not putting effort, bye. Bye. Come back with me when you're ready to put in some effort in this. You know what I mean? Ugh. Because it will change your life. Yes. Ooh. And those of you who have read it are probably sitting here saying, amen, amen this whole time. Okay. So read the book. That is pillar number three. Mm-hmm. So we've went through, number one, you got to love yourself. Number two, you got to communicate effectively. And number three, you got to know each other's love language and speak each other's love language. All right? And then when all that is good, then we can move on to number four, honey. We about to spice it up. Let's insert some music here, honey. Turn them lights down low, light a candle, get some massage, or honey, get you some toys because we're going to go into pillar number four, which is sex. Oh yes, I said the word, honey. You conservative Christian, now's the time to tune out of this podcast because you ain't gonna be able to handle it, honey. Woo. Okay, mm. and I'm all fired up because I just watched this video on Netflix. It was like, I think 365 dni, which is 365 days, 365 days. Ooh, holy child, you need to watch that movie right now. Watch it with your husband and then recreate some of the scenes. You'll thank me later. <laughs> Anyways, so sex so important in a relationship. <clears throat> oh, my God. Like, we all know this. Like, and here's the thing. When it's good, honey, sex is amazing. When everything is good, like, sex is good, you know, whatever. But, like, when when life is good, like, sex is pretty good. Fabulous. You know what I mean? Like, you all are arguing. You are just, you're doing the thing. You love him Like, the. and every time you see him, you just want to, or her, or whatever. You just want to, like, just go to town. You know what I mean? But when life is not very good and everything's bad, like, I don't know about you, but sex is the last thing I, on my mind with my person, like, the last like, if you over here, you argumentative, you being a dick and all these things, like, like, the the last thing I want to do is jump your bones, honey. What I want to do is punch you in the fucking face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh-uh. So sex is very important to a relationship, like, one million percent. And, but to me though, I think a lot of people make it like the foundation of the relationship. And I'm like, "Mm, I just don't agree with that. Like to me, it's not the foundation of a relationship. Like it's important straight up. Like, like I, like I totally, like, I get it. Like, you know, and I know you like, you want to test drive the car, honey, before you buy it. Like, I get that. Like you should, as you should. But like, there's just, it's just not like, let me give you an example of that. Okay. you, You go out, honey. And you you see him like you see him hot as fuck, honey. You just hot. You meet up at a bar and like it's instant physical attraction, like instant. Like you getting like you getting tingling sensation that you didn't know you had, and the, you just feel it, honey, you just feeling it, feeling it, feeling it. And then you either take his ass to the bathroom or to his place or wherever, and you just fuck like rabbits. Like you just go to town. Here, I mean, you're I mean you're talking like. Like boom, you all been and it is great, honey. Like, and you get you get dickmatized, ladies. You get dickmatized and men. You you get dickmatized and you're like, oh my god, and you're like, this is fabulous, and you're panting and you're sweaty and then you and then you're just there's so much passion, and then like it ends and then like you go get coffee and like whatever and blah 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 blah. And then you meet up again, and then it's just like constant, nationally, geographic sex, just sex, 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 sex. And it's like you think this is good. The love of your life, honey, here you are. And then you're dating. And then you realize, (laughs) oh, like you've overlooked all these little things, these little red flags that you weren't paying attention to because you was dickmatized, girl. You were dick whipped and dickmatized, and all that stuff. And I'm here to tell you, honey, it doesn't matter how good the dick is, sweetie. If he's a dick, he's a dick. It doesn't matter how good the dick is. Like if, if he's gonna fuck up your life, he's gonna mess up your bank account, etc., 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 honey. Like it doesn't matter how good it is. No, no, no. It's the, mm-mm. And you've all been there. Like we've all been there. Like I've been like, ooh, this this is great. This is great confusing sex for like intimacy, you know, and like a, a good relationship. No, we get digmatized too much. I'm here to snap you out of that. Snap, snap, snap. No, no, no. So, but we do that and society is based on that. Like, my God, look at all, like, look, look, just look around and you'll see it. And it, and we're wondering, like, people go through relationships revolving doors because I, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, you know, that it's people make sex the foundation or physical attractiveness, the foundation and all this stuff. So I like to look at, you know, like a relationship, like a pyramid, you know, a pyramid's like a foundation and then, you know, like the food groups, you know, how they do. Like, so a lot of people like to do, like how I look at it is the pyramid. You've got like the, everything else, the big foundation is all the things that I talked about earlier, you know, like loving yourself and communication and respect and all these things. And the very tip top for me is the sexual part of it. Now, even though it's the tip top, that does not mean it's not important because at the end of the day, like you can be a fabulous human being and we are emotionally connected and you are flawless and just you are ticking all the boxes. But at the end of the day in the bedroom, if you are boring as shit and you're just missionary mark over here and like that's all like and we're not physically compatible, then that's not going to work either. So don't get me wrong on that even though it's the top it's whatever but for me everything else has to be good and then to me that makes the sex life e- the like even um, more amazing like i feel when everything else is good i feel very connected to you and it's healthy and therefore there's going to be more interest my intimacy in my opinion in the bedroom so that's me but sometimes people look at it as like they lay the sex as the foundation of it and then everything else you know what i mean but like for me, when I look at it that way, I'm like, yeah, the sex got to be good. Okay, that's cute. But then like, okay, mm, all right, like, let's argue and this and all the bullshit that you overlook and all these things, whatever. Like, I, sometimes sex doesn't happen. Look at marriages, honey. Like, you got all these people. How many wives out there that haven't been touched by their husband in two years? And it's bullshit, men. Man, the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't even fathom that. Like, why are you putting up with that, females? Hell to the No. No, ma'am. Like, you are a woman. You deserve to be touched the way you want to be touched, when you want to be touched, with your permission, of course. Okay. You know what I mean? So, I just, I, I just, I don't understand that, you know, but it's because you're arguing, you, you got kids, you got money, all these things, all. So therefore, to me, in my opinion, that's why everything else has to be good. And then it's last because if everything else not good, if that, if you've got a crumbly base to that pyramid, then uh, what you going to put that top piece, the sex part on, it's nothing, it's going to, that's just, there's no foundation. And to me, like if we're, if we, it's a healthy relationship and we respect one another and all these little things line up, then I want to jump your bones at the end of the day. I don't want to throat punch you. You know what I mean? But like, that's the last thing I want to do when everything else, like, you know, you got to have the healthy foundation. Otherwise it's like trying to put a lamp on a table when the table's not there. When you put that lamp on there, it's just going to fall to the ground and break, you know? So like visual that for you. It may work for some. Like it just doesn't for me. Like if you got a healthy relationship, your sex life is bay, which makes everything else great. By all means, that's good for you. Like I'm just speaking from my experience. Okay, so don't blow up my inbox, sweetheart, because I won't have it. So, <clears throat> and we've already said, you know, like it's it's very important. You got test drive the car. You know, sexual chemistry is huge, but you you increase that connection, you're going to increase everything else. And if for me, like my God in the gay community, it is so hard. Like it has been so hard to try to connect with people. Like the gay community is hook up central. Like guys, you know, like you already know, don't get triggered because it's the, it's the fucking truth. And there's nothing wrong with a little fun here or there. Like God only knows, you know, like I've had my fun in college, like, and still sometimes I like to have fun. Like that's, you know, here we are, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just, <clears throat> Lord, I can't, but like, Like, some of you all just bounce between guys like, I do, honey, stations at an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. And I just don't understand that. Like, I'm like, woo, props to you, like, if that's what you want in life. But fuck, like, no, my God. And these apps, holy shit, like, sweet baby Jesus, I hate these apps like you know the grinder and scruff that's the two that I know and like my best friend like I like when I separated like my friend you're getting on here and I'm like no don't make me and within like 20 minutes I'm pretty sure I had like mm, like 10 unsolicited dick pics uh, that were guys they they weren't that impressive like a dicks a dick get over it not to mention, I, you're going to gag at this because I gag at it. And not to mention the hellos that I got that weren't a hello. They were just a picture of their their ass spread open with like, mm, looking like a like a Krispy Kreme donut glaze. You know what I mean? Like with some other person's fluids coming out. <sighs> like, why? Oh, my God. Why the fuck are you sending me this? This is not attractive. No. No. Uh-uh. No. That's like virtual, like, uh-uh. Virtual. Just, dis- I, No. Just stop. You virtually assaulted me with that shit. It's disgusting. It's so gross. And then they get aggressive whenever I like, I'm like, ew, have some respect. And they're like, oh, but well, fuck you, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then they're like, boom. And then what's funny is they're like, delete you and block you. But then when they reinstall the app, then they come right back with those same fucking pictures and they're like, hey, looking. And I'm like, don't you remember me? Like, and they're just like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I cannot. Like, sweetie, your asshole is not a game that you can see how many you can get in. Like, I just don't understand that, people. Like, I just don't. I really don't understand it. It's not just the gay community, but the girls can, girls and straight guys, like breeders, honey, you all can fuck some shit up, too. But it's just like, I don't get it. Like, but then you hear, oh, Lord, then you hear, I don't understand why I don't have a meaningful relationship. And I was, I'm like, well, no shit, Sherlock's. Like, when you're over here looking like a, a freaking, you know, carousel ride at a, a, a park or a theme park or a carnival, like acting like how many rides could you get? No wonder you don't have anything meaningful. Like, I just don't understand that. Like, like uh, again, all means we can all have some fun. I get it. But like, if you're looking for something meaningful, but then you're out here acting like a slut, like, uh, sweetie. Like, no, that's not how it works. Like, in the long run, you're just fulfilling those traumas that I talked about earlier. Thinking you getting a fix, but in the end, you are just fucking yourself over more in the end. Like, you really are. Like, like I just don't get it. Like, but, oh, but I don't understand why I haven't found a guy. Like, okay, well, take half the time you spend, you know, searching for dick, sweetie, and work on yourself. Then maybe you might find something meaningful. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you'll realize that like, oh, there's some issues I need to fix. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't need the sexual things to fulfill this. And this is some issues, fix them. And then maybe you'll find something cute. You know, maybe that's just me. I don't know. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, some people just want sex and that's it. And that's okay too. You do you, boo. Like, but don't confuse it. Don't make other people confuse it either. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Like, I just can't like, like, it's just, oh, like, it's just funny. I just laugh at it. I'm like, okay, all right, well, let's let's see you in 10 years when you still don't have a relationship and you're bitching about it, but you're still over here like, mm, all right, cool, all right, and here we are. <laughs> like, Christ on a cracker. So, yeah, we treat sex like it's like the foundation, but I urge, mm-mm, try to switch that a little bit and try to do a relationship differently. Try to build it upon, you know, like, maybe like, oh, a human connection and like get to know the person. So that way you're not like digmatized for the first three months and you think, oh, it's cute little honeymoon phase. And then like, then you're living with them for a hot minute and you're just like, wow, this is you're, this is not cute. You're not a good person. Well, you would have realized that if you wouldn't have, if you would have taken the eyes off the prize and like put it on their soul or their heart a little bit and not the private parts, you would have known that. But urge you to make make a relationship, and your relationship not based on physical things. And at the end of the day, physical things, physical traits, honey, they fade. Like character doesn't. So let's let's rearrange our priorities a little bit. And then there's a the whole other side to sex, okay? Like once you get in a good relationship and all this stuff, like th- th- it, 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 this is why it's also a little important to also kind of test drive the car a little bit. But we grew up in a world where sex is taboo, like at least here in America, like, you know, hello, I'm in the South, like, sweetie, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about any of this stuff because that is not what Jesus was want. This is goes against the Lord's word. And you need to go hit your knees Wednesday and Sunday and ask for forgiveness. forgiveness that, because that's what it is, you know, like sex is taboo. Nudity is taboo. Like we don't talk about it. Like it's funny because we just, oh, oh, my kid's going through puberty and probably gonna have all these questions. You know, if I just ignore it, like, it's just gonna be okay. It's gonna figure itself out. You know what I mean? Like, when we're all reality, that's all. All this is doing is like turning people into missionary Marys, honey. That's all, it's doing. Like, but we just ignore it because it's uncomfortable. But but like, then I go to other, all these other countries and like, I was in Europe in 2008 and I saw like a family naked, like on a, like at a lake and just mom, dad, I, like it was nothing. It was, it was beautiful. I was like, this is amazing. It was uncomfortable at first for me to see that but then i realized i was like that's just part of your upbringing that's stuff that like society had put on you but like they don't have, like there's so many things over in europe like alcohol like they don't have a really big alcohol problem because like it's not treated like this terrible thing like it's not a, like a 12 year old's having a glass of wine with their italian family and it's like when they grow up they don't turn into alcoholics a lot of the time because they it's like nothing that's taboo and sinful and we want to do it you know what i mean like you're a party oh can't wait here we go that's a whole other whole other news story um But we do, we like, we, it's such a taboo, like sex and nudity taboo, like welcome to America. and then when you grow up, like you, half the time, you don't even know how to function with your body and you may, you don't even know how to talk about your, your sexual desires and all that stuff, because it's something that you didn't talk about. <clears throat> you know, like if you imagine being 17 years old, mom, I think I like being choked. What is it? mom's about Lord, she's had exercise demons. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it's like. But like, we, we are forced to not talk about it. And we think it's just going to fix everything, but really, like you know, we we grow into these kinky bitches later on in life, and we wonder why the divorce rates are so high. You know, we don't talk about it. We get in these relationships, and then we're like, yeah, 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 and. And we don't communicate our desires or our wants and all this stuff. And then you're not getting fulfilled and all these things amongst the other things, the the first three pillars or the first four pillars. And, you know, we wonder why divorce rates are so high. And it all goes back to communication. You know what I mean? Like, like sometimes I'm just going to be honest with you. It is okay females out there, if you want to be slapped a little bit and choked a little bit while he's going to town. Guys, if you want to be tied up like a little, like an animal and, and whipped with a, a cat of nine tails and choked a little bit with a gag ball, or heaven forbid you want a little anal play because you're sick of going behind your wife's back at the like the little YMCA gym and having a gay guy do it for you because you're too afraid to tell your wife you want her to stick your finger in your butt, you know what I mean? Like, I I just can't. Like, at the end of the day, you are in a relationship, who should you be able to talk to the most about that? Like who can make these sexual desires come true? Your partner, your person, your wife, your husband. Okay. Again, not your best friend over here. Like, I mean, hello, you know, like, but again, we're too afraid to talk about it. So we're just plain Jane Vanilla in the bedroom and you got boredom out the wahoo. And what does that lead to? It leads to a decreased sexual desire because you're just not being fulfilled with it. It leads to arguments because you're frustrated, like, and you think it's about money or your kids. It doesn't really. It's just like you ain't got it. You ain't getting your sexual fantasies fulfilled, and it leads to cheating because, like, sweetie, mm, females, listen up, sweetie. If you ain't gonna be willing to suck your man's dick, then another woman or a gay man will, honey. I'm just telling you what it is, and if you ain't gonna do it, your man's gonna end up going someplace else for it. And you think that he's not? You are fooling yourself. Oh, honey. You, you better learn to love it Like you're a woman How do you not like it Like I don't understand I don't fully understand Like I've talked to so many girls Like ew Like a blowdown I'm like bitch That is your womanly right well, I have a husband I'd be like come out Here twice a day Three times a day Like I don't understand it Like what Like oh my god You get to be with a man And do that And not have to feel Like you're sinning Or going to hell for it Shut the fuck up Like oh my god Like I can't even deal with that Like <laughs> But like you get what I mean? Like you're over here and like you're just missionary Mary here, like, oh yeah, I'm women, how many times are you faking it? Like, don't even get me started in that. You faking this shit because he's not fulfilling it. Half the time he doesn't even know where that love button called the clitoris is. And he's just sitting there and like, oh yeah, you'd like that. And he's just like going to town and like, oh, all these things, like, yeah, tell me how good it is, blah blah. And you're over here like, oh yeah, that's so good. Oh, I came, blah, blah, blah. And you roll over and you like roll your eyes and you hug your little pillow while he's like over here, like in his like Benadryl boy coma. Because he got off, but you didn't. And you're over here like the entire time being like, okay. Like, it's okay to talk to him and be like, you know what? Vaginal penetration barely works to get me off. How about you take your other two free hands instead of putting them on my tatas up here, which aren't doing anything for me. How about you learn to find where my love button is. And you know what? Tell your man. Because he ain't going to learn if you don't. Take his hand and put, let, let him little find it. Find that little hoodie with that little nugget up underneath there and tell him to go to town. And if he's like, what? It'd Everybody, like, no this is what I want. And be okay talking about it because who else is going to fulfill that? You're either going to go to a hotel on a business trip and find a man that is, or you're going to want one. You're going to fantasize about him trying to find that love. But how about you just woman it up and you just tell him where it's at and tell him what you want, honey. Like it's not that hard. But America with us lack of sex, it makes it hard. You know what I mean? talk about this stuff with your partner, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. And if they make you feel ashamed of it, then that's all them. You know, if they won't do it, then you either like rethink that relationship you know, because sweetie, sexual fulfillment is vital. And if not, honey, like you're going to be one miserable bitch through there. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you may be like, he's fulfilling all your desires and you're fine. But then he's just kind of like, meh, talk to him about it. Be like, you know, I noticed that like, I just gave you like the best blow job that would win an Emmy, honey. And you're just kind of like, meh, like, is there things I'm not doing? What do you like? Ask him, find out, ask him what he likes. And you know what? Play around a little bit. Take your little hand down south, and he be, oh, freaks out. And then be like, just so it's so here, relax. It's fine. Just say, oh no, no, I can't do that. At all. Just, just relax a little bit. And then he's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like you found his little prostate internally, and all of a sudden he's begging for it. Like, <clears throat> you know, men, relax a little bit. Like, especially with your butthole. Like, like, come on. I swear to God, if men would get over that and be, like, I ain't doing that gay shit. No, I, uh, no, I ain't gay. Like, if they would just get over and realize that, like, they have a happy button, too, and you can either do it, like, mm, press in the perineum, or if you're really risky, go right inside and, like, push up towards your bladder, and you'll find this little walnut called your prostate. And you let a woman or a man mm, do that, and you are going to be like, you're going to find Hallelujah, honey. Like, I'm just telling you. You would be, you would be like so much, like so much more, happier. <laughs> your wife's going to be like, hey girl, hey, you know, like boom, because men don't talk, women don't talk about it a lot, but men are like, no, oh, no, no, I can't talk about that. Oh yeah, I like this. There's so many more things that you could do. Like if you just talk about it, you know what I mean? Maybe you want to be slapped a little bit. Maybe you want to be choked a little bit. I don't know what you want. But the thing is, is if you are not fulfilled, don't settle. It's okay. Like, no. That's not what we're doing here. Like, it is okay to talk about it. And it's okay to have these sexual fantasies that aren't what society says you it says is normal. Because, honey, I'm t- here to tell you, all of us human beings, we all got a little King Guinness. If, if little Miss Mary over here in church is like, oh, no, I'm just missionary only. Like, honey, you flip her around into reverse, reverse Calgary. You throw her on her face and her bed and let her have it. She's going to be like, yes! Yeah, like, yeah, she's, you, they all have it in us. We all have it in us, D- you know. We just got to not be afraid to talk about it. And if you talk about it, then maybe your sexual desires will come true and you won't be miserable and you'll actually have an orgasm and your sex life will be better because you communicated about it. Oh, and you love yourself enough because you want to be fulfilled. So therefore you communicate about it. Oh, you see how all these little foundation things build upon itself. Hmm, cute. So there you are. Leave vanilla for an ice cream flavor. Not your sex life. Okay? So there we have it, folks. We have pillar three and four. Love languages. And then we have sex. Hmm. I'm a little hot and bothered to talk about that, Lord. I'm over here like, okay, honey, here we go. <clears throat> there we go. On the other side, I think, yeah, I ain't got a person. But that doesn't mean you also can't take care of yourself, too. There's nothing wrong with that, honey. You, you single? Honey, learn your body. Learn your body. Touch yourself, honey. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. The the Christians may tell you that there is, but there ain't nothing wrong with it. Explore your body. Find out what you want. That may be another thing that you don't even know. Okay. Thought I was done, but I'm going to spread that little nugget too. So anyways, there's pillar three and four of what I think makes a good relationship. And all your trolls out there, well, you're not even in one. It's because I know this shit and I know what I want and I'm not going to settle. So don't even try to come there. All right. So anyways, We've got two more that you're just gonna have to wait until next week, until we dive down and deep into that one, which are some pretty good ones too. I'm excited. So thank you as always for tuning in to my craziness here at Tea Time with Talks Josh. And if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Please leave me a little review, honey. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And if you're not following me on social media and wanna connect, then find me on Instagram at Talks Josh. So, there we are. And today's tea, oh, what was I drinking? It's like a Hawaiian hibiscus tea, and it's super cute in its eyes because it's hot as balls here in Nashville. So, And I'm about out of it, so as we always do. Mm. And there's the last drop of that tea, sweetie.